0: welcome everybody to another live and amplified livecast i'm your host tom quiet and we are live at the stuck in a jam down by the river music festival we got a couple of special guests with us here today we got Derek kaufman and the cadillac kings or what is it half half of the band yeah maybe a third a third of the band okay uh so what's going on today guys how you doing uh, we're well how about you doing good just drove in from waco that was an interesting ride and for whatever reason at noon, Austin was super busy. So I was just like, all right, I guess it's Friday. Everybody's trying to go home. I get it, I get it. But I'm excited to be here. Uh, Excited to sit down and chat with you all for a little bit and uh, get to know more about you and what you got going on. So uh, before we kind of jump into the festival and what you guys got going on, let's take a second to have you all introduce yourselves and kind of what you do for the band.
1: Well, my name is Derek Kaufman. I'm the uh, um, singer songwriter of the band and I have with me my esteemed colleague, pedal steel player, utility player, Mark Greer. Uh, we met a few years ago, about nine years ago. He's a uh, transfer into, uh, we both live in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. So he uh, he's, he moved there by way of Yuma, Arizona, okay. Denver, Colorado, we've kind of hooked up and been uh,
0: annoying the piss out of each other ever since. I feel that. That's awesome. So. Y'all came. Y'all came up from Muscle Shoals just for this? Are you kind of on a tour, a little mini tour swing, or? No, this is
1: uh, this is our second time at the uh, In a Jam Festival, and this year we just uh, instead of trying to put anything back to back with it, we just really wanted to get here, get settled in. Mm. Uh, we're doing full band this year versus acoustic of last year, so we really just wanted to take in everything about this, uh, uh, about the scene and the festival and the vibe.
0: That's what's up. And uh, how long have you been in? Uh, I, guess, I was about to say Waco, cause that's ninety percent, but uh, New Braunfels area. How long have you been? Well, we took out of Muscle Shoals at about one thirty on Monday.
1: Okay. Had a little bit of a hiccup in uh, Arkansas with a blown out uh, inner wheel, inner rear tire for a dually, uh, and we pulled up in here Tuesday morning at uh, about six oh five
0: a.m. Nice. So you guys been here for a while, got a lay of the land, and. Uh ready to get it rocking you guys are playing tonight we are we are we go on right before the headliner sweet uh so for anybody that's going to be there tonight uh what can they expect what's a uh live show like for y'all
1: live show for Derek coffin and the cadillac kings i would have to say is a is a cross between uh steve Earle and john prine with a little bit of heavier more guitar and things like that it's just a lot of singer songwriter a lot of storytelling
0: mm. uh but a whole lot of kick-ass playing nice that's what's up you guys mentioned that uh, you'd been playing together for about nine years. Is that the history of the full band, or how long's has uh, Derek Kaufman and the Cadillac Kings been together?
1: It's an incarnation. It's been, uh, you know, basically I was in all of these bands, you know, uh, Four Foot Level or, or, or any of these other bands, and, and you get to a certain point with those bands, you just get ready to take the next step, and then when you lose your bass player or your drummer yep. quits or, or somebody gets married or somebody screws somebody else's wife, and <laughs> you know how it goes. Yep. Uh, so one day, my uh, longtime co-writer uh, asked me, he says, man, will you quit the band stuff and just go with Derek Kaufman and whatever? Yeah. And so. I started putting all the songs I'd written together and got a few of them together, and and then the Cadillac Kings has always been kind of an incarnation of different players, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of real full time players like a harmonica player by the name of Gary Vance, uh, but Mark Greer here on the
0: uh, pedal steel's been playing with me predominantly for the last four or five years.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: And Marco, uh, so you've been playing together four or five years. Was it? Did it take some? Negotiations to get you to start playing full time Or did it What was that kind of process like
2: No no I've always liked playing with uh, Derek It's more about just making schedules You know Match up and everything Derek's been uh, real busy in the studio Recording some stuff And I've been uh, busy playing some other people and some other bands and so just making sure that our schedule worked out and we could you know find time to to play together and everything so you know every year we we play a bunch of shows together and then every year we both go out and do kind of other stuff and then i was just lucky enough to be able to get this show to work out for me and be able to come for a week
0: nice that's what's up it's interesting the way you kind of have the band laid out now where it's Derek kaufman and the cadillac kings i'm starting to see a lot of musicians do that more where there's that one front person and everybody else, yes, you want your consistency, but if, say, Mark can't make it, you got somebody else that's ready to jump into place and you can kind of just keep the band going if needed. Well, it's really
1: interesting that you say that, Tom, because, you know, we're from Muscle Shoals, Alabama to yep. New Braunfels. It's about 830 miles yep. one way. It's not an easy trick yep. and it's not an easy place to bring six, uh, six different guys. Yep. So with this incarnation of the Cadillac Kings this year is uh we actually have the drummer Chris Smith from the Ghost Dance Band coming in and he's going to be a honorary Cadillac King tonight nice and then we also have Jason Custer from the Jason Custer Band out of Waco who's coming in to play bass with us so it really allowed me to to really come light uh you know with 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 my travel from Muscle Shoals Uh, I was able to travel light and we still get the full band effect
0: nice that's and it makes the travel a little bit easier. You're not all six of you cooped up in one car or one setup, and it makes traveling a little bit easier, especially at a festival like this where it rewards songwriters and just like authentic musicians. And the f- fact that this is your second year, so you met, met a lot of the musicians last year and you were able to bring them in and just kind of make things a lot easier on yourself. And especially with the, the drummer from the Ghost Dance Band, They'll actually be on here a little bit later. I just got a message from uh Cody not too long ago so that'll be uh that'll be fun and just like this entire festival in general. I feel like there's musicians that could just randomly meet and just become the inner jam band or something weird. It
1: just and, and Tom, you're absolutely right because that's exactly how it goes down. And, and Mark can and uh, Mark can add to this as well. But it's just the fact of these these circles, these jams, as we're doing in yeah. in as we go along, that becomes hey, that was really really cool. Why don't we do that next year yeah. as a as a full set? Yeah.
2: Um. So yeah. and then and, and Mark's got some really cool stuff that he's done this year as well. Yeah, i bounced around, i brought my Dobro too, so I've been playing with some people, sending some sounds out there and everything, and yeah, there's a lot of riders, there's a lot of players here, Yeah, and it's just music, basically 24-7, I mean, they were going last night right outside our spot till 5am, and then we started getting going again at like 8am, you know, so there's just music going all the time, and lots of people working together, new people playing, everybody's welcome, nobody's, you know... Saying, you know, don't get in the circle or anything like that. It's real friendly, real nice. We're seeing
1: some songs, Tom. We're seeing unfinished songs get finished out here as well. Somebody's like, oh, wow, that was a great line. That's the line I've been waiting for for the bridge of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So that's that's really cool, and and it's a place that as we go, we get in a rut. I've got one album on Spotify, Mm -hmm. you know, under just Derek Kaufman. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called "Before the Highway Came Through," and it was one that I cut with uh, with some of the some of the legends in Muscle Shoals. You know, it was and 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 not to bring up you know a a terrible time of uh, of this country with COVID, but there was a lot of guys on tours, and as you as you know all the tours got canceled, yep. shut down, and yep. these guys were working, and then they were sitting at home. And all of these legends in Muscle Shoals were, were just kind of, you know, hanging around. And it wasn't like they needed the money. Some did, but some were just bored yep. out of their skulls. Yep. And then somebody got the great idea. It was like, wait a second. We're all isolated in individual rooms in a studio. Yep. Let's just go in the studio and start cutting some songs. Yep. And then before you know it, before the highway came through was the end result of that. And so that you know, just made everything just a, a little bit easier uh, to transition. But what you do find you do is you get into a situation where now that you've got something on Spotify, mm-hmm. you have a finished album. And I've got yeah. another album coming up yep. here real soon uh, that I cut with some of the members of the 400 unit, because we were still in the stages of that, you know, some tours and festivals just hasn't, you know, hadn't fired back up mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. But you find yourself playing those same 19 songs because you got them on record. But here in these circles, in these writer circles, in these festival so, uh, environments, you get to play the songs. Man, I've been working on this song, but I haven't really played it. And and then this guy puts a fiddle in it, and the next yeah. thing you know is like, wow, we've just put a fiddle in a song that wasn't finished. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what I really enjoy And it's about
0: like, it. now, dang it, now i got to go find a full-time fiddle player or somebody to sit in and play for us because, yeah. Tom, you got it. It's just the couple hours that I've been here this this is my first time here I was supposed to come here last year but it was uh right around the time my mom passed away so I was just like not in the right headspace to be here oh I'm Um, sorry and so just the little bit that I've been here it reminds me of like one of those old school blues or uh bluegrass festivals not blues but uh bluegrass festivals where everybody knows everybody everybody's friends everybody's just there for the music and then you get up at six in the morning the couple that i've been to they were all at like hotels and whatnot so you just walk down the hallway and there's 20 different jam sessions going on at 6 a.m in the morning so i'm really excited to see what the rest of the festival is going to be about and yeah um so you brought up that you have a new album dropping here soon uh w- what's the uh, story behind that
1: well um like i said the you know the first record that that is out on spotify before the highway came through we uh, it was it was it was a it was like drinking from a fire hose yeah. because all of these legends who who one take and two take at the absolute most mm-hmm. they come in and the next thing you know my head was spinning you know and we cut uh, we cut nine songs in two sessions and, and legendary swamper ba- uh, bassist David Hood was the, was the basis on that. And, and James LeBlanc is a, uh, is a great singer-songwriter and a phenomenal guitar player. And he just brought a lot to it. Yeah. But it happened so fast, I really didn't have a chance to think about it. And, and then I actually finished in the studio and then two days later got in my RV and took a 9,000 mile road trip to uh, the, uh, Washington State and back. Yeah. It gave me a lot of time to think and listen to cuts and, and see stories and see things and, and basically I got back from that trip with all of this material mm. and just all of these things in my head and uh, and it just kind of kept coming back and kept coming back and then um, a friend of mine that I knew from uh, uh, Jason Isbell in the 400 unit mm-hmm. Jimbo Hart um, he had been in a situation where they were at home, they were still at home for COVID and, and they were going in the studio doing some cuts, and mm. and I and it just kind of evolved. He says you got some songs, and the next thing you know, Kung Fu Hobo got done, and, and uh, now it was it was the cool thing about Kung Fu Hobo is that we were able to take our time with it yeah. and just let it organically bleed. You know, I didn't play any guitar on before the highway came through. I mean, yeah. why would you play guitar with Will McFarlane and James LeBlanc on you know in the studio? Yeah. Um, but Jimbo and uh, Chad Gamble, they were like this. No, that's not how we do things. You're yes. playing guitar, and um, so it just kind of organically, uh, you know, came up, came to be with that. But it was, it's a lot of singer-songwriters, a lot of storytelling songs. I don't mm-hmm. write a lot of love songs about lovers' lament stuff. I write songs about uh, copper barons and and uh, you know, and waking up and 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 having Weller from you know for breakfast on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's. Um, it's, 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 it's a little bit of a departure from what the first record was, uh, but it still has the uh, storytelling roots. Nice.
0: Now is this released under just Derek Kaufman, or will be the Cadillac Kings? I
1: think everything's going to go Derek Kaufman. I was uh, a friend of mine, a great songwriter, Doc Daly, mm-hmm. recorded a he de- put his debut album out on Spotify's Doc Daly. and then his sophomore album was Doc Daly and Magnolia Devil, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a PR and media nightmare trying to meld the two together. So I think everything is just going to go Derek Kaufman and the Cadillac Kings, or the Kung Fu Hobos, or whoever mm. else might be. On stage with yeah. me that night, you know At, That way, just keep it somewhat consistent
0: Yeah, so it'll be like Derek Kaufman And then each song will be featuring Yeah, something like exactly that. So in that way, everybody kind of gets their Just desserts and stuff like that
1: Yeah, and, and I'm really good on the credits You know, the album, you know, with this, this uh, Kung Fu Hobo mm. We had so many different uh People come in. Al Gamble from uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones played uh, played B3 yeah. on on several things, and uh, he pre you know he brought a Warley out and played it on, on on a couple of cuts. So uh, it's something I'm really really proud of, and I'm just trying to make sure that I I release it in the best way in uh, best shape.
0: That's what's up. So you're playing tonight. And uh, you've been here all week. Are you heading back to Muscle Shoals or after this, or are you going to go try and grab some more shows? Quick or?
1: stop over in Houston and then back back on to Muscle Shoals. So gotcha. we're going to leave out Sunday morning. we got a, a Sunday evening um, uh, event uh, in Houston area, and then uh, we're going to try to make it back home by then.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And then uh, are, how often are you actually playing, like, shows out? Are you? I, I do a lot of
1: singer-songwriter stuff. A
0: lot of – I host us. Uh, a local uh,
1: songwriter showcase there okay. in, in, in Muscle Shoals uh, on, on one Tuesday night a month at a, a place called the Lava Room, mm-hmm. and we do that. Uh, and a lot of it is acoustic shows, a lot of uh, uh, just playing my acoustic songs. I play about you know five, six, seven uh, real you know production mm-hmm. type uh, full band uh, shows. You know those mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to bring a seven piece band to a honky tonk that's yeah. going to start asking for luke combs and only want to pay you 300 bucks yeah so the only way to get a seven-piece band to actually make in yeah. is to actually put the show on you know yeah. rent the space rent the you know hire the sound company yeah uh just bring it in in that in and that sense do it uh, your way that yeah makes sense. absolutely
0: and then mark what about you uh you mentioned that you had a couple of other projects or people that you play yeah, with yeah i
2: bounce around a little bit more than derek does but i also yeah i, I roll into a lot of those honky tonks and a little four piece three piece band but uh i've kind of been slowing down too so we'll see what goes on i have some stuff lined up for the end of the of october and, and november but just kind of local bars and everything just yeah. having some fun but we'll see what the next year brings what, what i want okay. to play what i want to do
0: so is it getting to be that time of year where everybody starts slowing down or do you think as far as like most shows and musicians there go is it starting to slow down a little bit or do you think once like december hits that it will pick right back up
1: well it's you know it's kind of hit and miss and, and mark can attest to this it's it's really fickle because sometimes like in the heat of the summer things will slow down because mm. it's just too damn hot yeah and then uh once uh, the the holidays come uh it picks up where you think it would be a little more subdued but then you realize that a lot of these national touring acts uh november after, you know Thanksgiving they're shut down till you know January 3rd January 4th mm-hmm. so for me uh, you know not you know being not being one of those national touring artists yeah. but having ties to some of those band members of those national touring artists a lot of times I'll book a show between the week of uh, Christmas and New Year's because yes. I know all of the touring guys are off yeah and so it, it allows me to have a Jimbo Hart or a Chad Gamble or a you know or or a Quinn Messer from uh, Brett Eldridge's band to be on stage with me and uh, and brings that quality of musicianship up you know several notches
0: that's what's up so Inner Jam, we're here lot we're here now um, what's one thing that you're looking forward to for the weekend right
1: uh, I mean, everybody's going to say the damn quails and I mean, and me, my, yeah. me as well. And Mark, quails, yep. yeah, yep. for sure. Uh, but, uh, I really enjoy those guys from ghost dance. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cody is, is just really, uh, he's charismatic and, uh, and God dang, you know, Chris yeah. Smith on drums, you can set your watch to him. Yeah. Uh, so That's those cool. are the guys, but honestly just the camaraderie and meeting yeah. the, you know, meeting some of these guys that I've never met before, you know, some of these guys that are, that are behind me and, yeah. and, and things. And, uh, just you know, make, making that
0: circle bigger, brother. Yep, that's what it's all about. I've, I'm actually really interested to in see the damn coils. I was out in um, New Mexico about a month ago, and they were playing. But something happened to their bus, and they showed up super late because they blew out a tire or something was going on. And so I ended up having to leave before they could get on stage because they showed up. They were doing like a, a country wow. dinner and music type thing at this little winery spot. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I got to miss him, so hopefully I'll get to catch him this weekend. So Cool. Um, well, we got a little bit of a line starting to build up, so I don't want to keep you all too much longer. You guys got to do a sound check yet? Or yep, you know? yeah,
1: about to cut out for sound check, Tom.
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, what's one piece of advice for the young musicians out there?
1: man, don't fucking do it <laughs> no no I'm just I'm just kidding no uh, uh, don't don't listen to everybody that tells you you suck. I mean yep. because uh, the thing is, is is in our town we have a ton of songwriters and a ton of quality songwriters yep. and and if you don't have a if you don't have a hit, they don't think you're good, but the second you get a hit and then all of a sudden they say, oh yeah, those guys have been a great songwriter for years. Uh, look let, let 19 people tell you no because one
2: person's gonna tell you yes yep 100 percent. You know, I just say I just say play with as many people as you can you get out there and you play and you write and you play and you will get better and faster and
1: I will say this uh, for me personally I always make sure I'm the shittiest musician on stage I mean I, I mean that in all seriousness that's cause always true if, as long as you <laughs> <laughs> as long as you can play with better musicians that's always going to force you to be a better player Yep. yep. always yep. always if I'm the best person in the band I have not chosen yep. wisely find a new band find a new band.
0: Awesome. And then if uh, anybody wants to check you out online or listen to your music on Spotify or anywhere, where's the best place to find you?
1: Uh Bandcamp, Derek uh Derek Kaufman at Bandcamp and uh Spotify Derek Kaufman 2 R's, 2 F's, uh C O F F. I really appreciate you, Tom.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for hanging out with us and we'll be back in a little bit with some more great podcasts here at Inner Jam down by the river.